Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to the Daily Tribe Golden Nugget where we have one goal and that is to inspire you to succeed every single day. Today I'm so excited to be joined by Shazia Imam. She is um, the life engineer on Instagram and a certified life coach helping women connect to their most fabulous life which we absolutely love here at Modest Fitness. So many of the women who started this program started with the intention of becoming a better version of themselves you listening to this right now on this podcast are one of those women, especially after getting this far. So I'm so grateful and honored to be speaking with you today, Shazia. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to connect today. Alhamdulillah. So one of the things that so many women, and you've spoken about it on your platform, and I'm sure you do with your clients, this idea of oh no, I can't, I can't do that. I mean, I don't have time or I've got the family with the kids. And it's like this idea of sort of like, we're holding ourselves back. Why, why are we doing that to ourselves? Oh my gosh. The question of holding ourselves back is it's a, it's a big one because number one, we're working against society. Let's just talk about it. Society, culture, religion. I mean, put all the things and women, girls, we are taught from a very young age to hold back. We're taught to be smaller. We're taught to be polite. We're taught to be nice. You know, um, don't hurt somebody's feelings. What will somebody think? There's a lot of messaging that happens very, very, very early on for girls, which then when we grow up as women, we perpetuate that mm. for each other. And so boys aren't taught that same thing. Boys and men are taught in a very different way. They're much clearer. They just say the thing. It's not all about what will everybody else think. For women, it is, it's all about that. And so when you grow up with this notion, I just wanna almost give a permission slip right now to say, it's normal if you're feeling like you're holding back. Mm -hmm. The first thing is to address that and, and just acknowledge it. I always talk about being really honest. So acknowledging that you're holding yourself back. That piece right there will allow you to then look at, okay, where do I not want to hold back anymore? And I'm a total rebel, okay? Like I'm a big time <laughs> rebel. I don't like to follow the rules, even though I, you know, loved getting my gold stars. I love doing things by the book, but my inside essence is a rebel. And what I've realized is that when I allow her to come out, I feel really good. Mm. My rebel's never going to do something horrible or bad, but my rebel allows me to really be who I am and not have to follow all of the rules that yeah. by the way, the rules are made up. They are all made up. So why not make your own rules? So mm -hmm. when you, I'm sharing this because when you realize where you're holding back, I always like to think of this very simple question. <laughs> what would the white man version of me do? What would the white man version do? Yeah. Right. It's, it's a funny question because I don't think anybody listening right now is a white man, but I think we can all connect to the white man who does whatever he wants mm. and he's bold and he does it and he doesn't even look back. What if we allowed ourselves to bring that forward and know that in no way would we ever walk over somebody else mm -hmm. to do something that would hurt somebody, but it would give us that ability to think outside of our normal day-to-day -day conversation that we're having mm -hmm. with ourselves or that others are having. So that's just a really simple question you could take back is yeah. what would what would my white man version do? Yeah. And trust me, you're gonna come up with some really cool out-of-the-box answers to not hold back anymore. Yeah, amazing. And actually I can really relate to that in terms of 
you know, when I moved to Spain, I was known in my community in England as being like, you know, amongst my friends, we'd have girls parties. I'd be the last one off the dance floor. I'd be, you know, screaming, singing, doing silly things. And then I moved to Spain. I felt like I was restricted because mm. of language, because of, I didn't know, I didn't feel I was comfortable with people because I didn't know them as well. I was in a new role, you know, now I, I was a wife and all these things. And once I've started becoming more confident, more comfortable, I've realized that Abdiya is coming out again and yes. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving yes. it. And I feel so much more comfortable in my skin and um, Modest Fitness has helped me so much with that. And I'm connecting with all these incredible women like yourself. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. Obviously like Lead to Her Challenge and the Tribe program that people are on now is all about becoming the best version of ourselves. And I know you work with so many women and make transformations in their lives. And often people are, you know, obviously we want the quick fix and we know that there isn't a quick fix. You know, it's a con that consistency that we have to do every day. What are some small steps that we can actually start implementing today, tomorrow, this week to becoming someone who's living their best life? I know it's like such a thrown around phrase, this, oh, live your best life, live your best life. But we want to live the best version of our lives, right? What can we start implementing from today? Yeah, I mean, this is such a good question, right? Because one of the things I've realized is I will just tell you the answer right now. I will tell you the secret right now. But the journey is being reminded of this and continuing to practice what I'm about to say. So the very simple thing is to be yourself. It is literally to be yourself, okay? Mm. So the first thing is, if we're going to give you a step-by-step, -step, if, if, I'm, if I'm going to break it down, is to really accept yourself. So when you start with accepting yourself, like, Abia, you're not going to change, okay? And I'm not going to change. It doesn't mean that we're not striving to be better we always want to be in sincerity and striving and, you know, as good Muslims or, you know, whatever faith you follow. That, of course, is important, but at your essence, you will not change. Mm. You know, you were created in the perfect way for you in your existence in this life. And when you really accept that, and I mean wholeheartedly, instead of wishing I looked different, I was different. I wish this personality trait wasn't like this. I wish I didn't wake up and feel irritable. I wish I didn't, you know, there's a lot of judgment we place on ourselves that are just really normal things, right? The irritability one is one I hear from a lot of my clients. Uh, I just want to talk about it where it's okay to be irritable. I'm irritable too. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's normal. So instead of trying to fight our feelings, trying to fight our essence, trying to fight who we are, when we accept ourselves and we start to highlight the things we love about ourselves, right? Instead of judging the things we wish were different, you already, you already are like light years ahead in your journey, literally by making this internal shift. Mm. And so when you accept yourself, then you can be yourself because you're not fighting against yourself. Too much energy is spent like literally in this internal battle that we're having. And it's like, ah, just put the gloves down, you know, <laughs> put like that negative talk away. We all have it. It's not to say it won't go away. That's why I said at the start, this is about keeping it in practice, really being conscious of this. But at its core, if you are yourself, you cultivate the parts of you that are talented and powerful 
and beautiful. You will literally be your best self. You will live your best life because now you are accepting how you were brought into this world, the vessel your soul was brought in, you know, the way that you were created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like when you really accept that there was no mistake in that and you are yourself, things will really begin to align in your life. Mm. Like if you just follow this one step, things will begin to align. You will start to see things opening up because one, you're not fighting anymore. Two, you've accepted who you are and you're making space for Allah to fill things in for you. You're allowing space to be who you're meant to be in this world. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's letting go. It's taking that blame out of it, isn't it, as well? Like if you are feeling irritable or frustrated, you know, there's probably, you know, a reason from like your past or something that's made you feel irritable in that moment moment and that is also something to accept isn't it even though you want to yes. heal from it or something like that but it's it's still part of you you know that's really yes. helped and me it, this and year. you can you can name it you can just mm-hmm. name it I'm irritable there doesn't even have to be a reason I even want to take out a reason for it you mm-hmm. can just wake up and be irritable yeah so just name it and then carry on when we don't, when we just name it, we take away all of the charge and the judgment and the yeah. energy yeah. around what are very normal feelings yeah. too. Like nobody, nobody is perfect. Let mm-hmm. go of perfection, except like, I will say I am a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I am a perfectionist, but instead of saying, I'm going to try to not be a perfectionist, I am a perfectionist and I'm going to name it when it comes up and then I'm going to carry on. Mm-hmm and carry on and then be yourself I'm a perfectionist but I'm also a whole lot of other things too I'm not going to harp on the things that I'm like oh I wish I wasn't like yeah yeah I just am and there's also a benefit to those things too that we're critical of so it's really taking away the judgment the blame and trying to fix anything you are not broken Hmm. you are no you like you are not broken trust me there was no mistake in the way that you were created so there's nothing to fix. You're not broken. Go be your badass self <laughs> in whatever way that is for you and, and be yourself. Love it. Love it. And actually something that I've noticed on your Instagram, women can be wealthy. We can be wealthy, have lots of money. And I think we have this, t- this really limiting belief that women can't be wealthy or we can't be successful. We, you know, there's, there's not space for us in that, in that, in that area like how can we start tackling this limiting belief that we have because I know that I have it and I know that I know many women that have this limiting belief how do we get rid of it <laughs> oh my gosh that's such a, yes like I wish for all of us to get rid of it I had it too I think one of the things it goes back to part of the way that we've been socialized mm-hmm. women have been socialized again don't talk about money or wealth it's taboo it's mean money changes people we grow up with a lot of beliefs that are actually incorrect so again it's it's just naming things okay mm-hmm. great this is where i'm at i have this limiting belief one of the core beliefs that i think that holds a lot of women back when it comes to wealth is believing that somehow you are a bad person if you are wealthy and that somehow somebody else is suffering if you have mm-hmm. it right so if you have wealth it means somebody else doesn't and naturally yeah. women are nurturers okay mm-hmm. like that's part of the feminine quality is that we are nurturing and so for me it was really difficult um 
you know, my family is from India. And I remember when I was 12 going to India and it was like the youngest, but the oldest where I started remembering things. Uh-huh. And I just remembered feeling so sad yeah. at the abject poverty that was there. And I like, I'm literally getting chills right now because it still haunts me uh-huh. that there are little children who don't have water even clean water they don't they don't have anything they're disabled they're you know so many things that I can feel so bad about and so for a long time it felt unfair Uh if I was over here in America you know with my running water and not just my running water but all of the luxuries that we have here that we take for granted oh and then I want more Uh not even want it oh I'm gonna have more like that conversation was very hard for me. Yeah, It was really hard for me to reconcile the quote unquote fairness. Who am I to have something and somebody else can't. Uh-huh. But the truth is that core belief is not serving anybody. Me feeling like that and then holding myself back and then not allowing myself to be wealthy will not serve the little child in India. It will do nothing, uh-huh. right? Like I will feel like I will have a feeling But what will be a cause for change? What I realized is that by me being wealthy, by me really saying it's okay to be wealthy, by modeling that to other women who, number one, are women, they are minorities. Um, You know, I I check a lot of boxes. I'm brown, I'm Indian, I'm Muslim, I'm I'm petite, like I'm short, like I'm five foot one. I know I'm speaking in American measurements right now. No, no, same, same like in, in the UK where you speak. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, I, I could say that I check a lot of boxes and what impact will it make for somebody like me to be wealthy? Like if I really want to be an impact for change, then let me be the woman yeah. who is wealthy. Yeah. And now I can be impactful. Money allows you to be more of who you are. Uh. So can you imagine women like us, the woman listening right now, the beautiful listener, can you imagine if women like us who are loving and caring and wanting to make an impact, if we were all wealthy, mm. like what would happen in the world? Like money does do, does impact things. Let's Absolutely. not, yeah. let's not say it doesn't. And we're also worthy of having wealth too. So it's these two pieces, one, knowing that I can make an impact and two, that I also just get to be worthy. I get to be worthy just like other people who have had privilege historically have gotten. Uh I think it's the greatest revolution. This is the rebel in me coming out. I think it's the greatest revolution to be like, I did it too. Uh Uh And now more people like me get to do it. That's also really powerful. And the last thing I'll just say is let's get honest. It feels nice. It yeah. feels nice. And also, it. you know, and there's like, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think also, like, I was brought up with people that didn't pay zakat because they were receiving zakat. My family received zakat when I was growing up because we were the in need kind of people. And how mm-hmm. incredible would it be to be able to pay zakat? Like, that it shouldn't that be, I mean, it's kind of like a fallen pillar in today's society, I believe, that we should be trying to strive towards that. And, you know, part of that is that yeah. you do need a certain amount of wealth like let's be honest you know mashallah like absolutely and you know incredible how much help we can give to other people when we are in those positions I mean I feel like even like programs like this that are made up of women in the fitness industry like we're able to give back to them and support their um, businesses um, and you know bring everyone up together I'll never forget 
you know, and it's really stuck with me. I mean, it's something that I feel like, you know, I hope that I've been living by up until now. But um, Idaya from Cover Me Cute, which is a business in the US, she said, like, it feels so much better when we win together. And so it's just like when we're together, we're earning together in community or coaches, helping other coaches that are now earning from their clients. And, um, you know, we've actually interviewed a couple of your clients, which is incredible, who are coaches as well. <laughs> and, and it's just wonderful to be able to help each other and in turn make hopefully make a living for something that I love to do as well like you are doing making a living for something that you love doing I think time is something that people um, often um, take for granted so I feel like how can we start to value our time more because obviously this time is money concept people often don't get it or are just you know giving 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 their time whereas like if we start valuing our time more we can decide okay this time I can set aside for you know helping without being paid and then actually no I do need to charge for for my time I think that's something that women often suffer with as well or have difficulty with oh for sure and this is this is really important I love that we're talking about this first of all I do want to just say that time is um it's not money like even though that's the saying yeah right let's let's change that because time is energy mm-hmm. time is actually energy and Sheikh Murad or TJ Winters depending on how you know him he said something really beautiful and he said that our life is not measured in time it's measured in the number of breaths that that's we've been given so when you think about that like we're typically thought we're going to have a certain lifespan and we make it time-based mm-hmm. but it's not time-based it's our breath mm-hmm. If you're in an energy that is like stressed out and you're trying to do too many things and you're not actually, you know, the, the analogy of put on the oxygen mask Mm -hmm. when you're in the plane, like if you're not actually breathing in oxygen, you're breathing, imagine your breaths are shallow. So when you're stressed out, you're like, (sighs) okay, you're literally expending five breaths that if you really start to understand that your breaths are your lifespan, wouldn't you breathe deeper? Mm, 100%. right like yeah. you would it would just shift things so when we start to see that time is energy and and that energy in your breath is what re- is related to your time span on earth then what are you going to make the most of it and <laughs> making the most of it means that you get to have a lot of good oxygen and taking slow deep breaths And I'm going to tell you something that I've witnessed, and I want the woman who's meant to hear this to hear this right now. I have seen over and over and over again, the most well-intentioned, deeply loving women give so much of themselves Mm. and give and give and give and not receive. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't allow, like the the exchange isn't happening, right? When you give a service, you get to be paid. Like Mm -hmm. it's just an Mm -hmm. energetic exchange. That's a different conversation. It's an exchange. But I see women who are giving, 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 giving. And every single time the woman who does not value herself, she burns out. 100%. Yeah. And we all know, we all know people like that, you know, we all do. Yeah. Mashallah. Absolutely. So don't be that, don't be that woman because we all have something really valuable to give. Mm. We do. And there gets to be an exchange for it. Quite simply, there gets to be an exchange. The exchange you can decide, it can be monetary, especially, you know, if you are providing a service or a product. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Somebody's benefiting and then they exchange with money. It could be in your time where, sure, can you pick some things that you do pro bono? Of course, like you get to decide. 
but don't feel like everything has to be a give. Generosity, pure generosity is actually being generous to yourself because you are the vessel that is providing. And if you want to be generous and take care of the vessel that you've been given, that's an amana. That's a trust that you have been given to take care of it. Do what needs to happen. Don't feel bad in any way, shape or form for receiving something in exchange. That's part of the flow too. That's part of the energetic flow. This piece is really important. Like this, this piece, it's like, it is okay to make money. It is wonderful to make money. It is fantastic to be wealthy. Like, yes to all of those uh-huh. things. Because the women who really, like I look at my clients, I look at myself, those of us who really understand this and live this, the, like all of our lives flourish. Uh-huh. And they benefit on a much greater level. We feel better. Like it's a win, 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 win. So yeah. if you want others to win, this is the best way. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for highlighting that and in such a yeah amazing way because I think it, we can't, we really do need to take this on and we need to take this on while we're young, especially I think, because, you know, my mum's been burnt out since I was tiny. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know, how like now she's regaining her strength and, you know, understanding the value of her energy and that's great. And alhamdulillah, like Allah gave her that chance. But I think, you know, we don't want to follow in those footsteps, you know, want to follow in all the other aspects, all the other incredible qualities. But in in that, we really do need to learn the lessons and not go down the road. Um, Because it's it's amazing. You can see women who have loads and loads of children and are really, really healthy, you know, and are just smashing it and that are just loving it and, you know, being able to give themselves to all their children equally. And it's amazing. And then you see other women that have lots of children or maybe just one child and are not in that position and are very burnt out. May Allah make us women that value our energy and that um, strive in in this life and the next, inshallah. I really wanted to pick up on about, I mean, obviously as a coach, you, um, you work with lots of women and I'm sure you have like community spaces and where people can really support and hold each other accountable in in a, in a nice way, in a supporting way. And of course, at Modest Fitness, we have our um, community, community, the community aspect is huge and it's really, really important. Um, so how far um, do you think we, we've come as a community, as a, as a ummah, in, in being able to offer these spaces, um, such as, you know, what you're doing, what we're doing? Do you feel like we're, this is the right direction? Yeah, I do. You know, I mean, of course, like we could look at where it's not happening and we could focus on that or we can focus on what's working. So this is a really good tip to just to apply in your life in general to focus on what's working. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I really see is working in our community is spaces like like literally what you have created. You are modeling what we get to have, where we get to have the community, the collaboration, the all rising together. And the truth is, is that when we rise together, it is so much more impactful. I keep using this word impact. Yeah. And there's this beautiful law. It's called the law of oneness. It's a universal law. And the law of oneness says that if you see somebody else doing something, this is why it's important for us to model things. If you see somebody else with like what you desire, it's actually showing you that it's possible. Mm-hmm. So I know that oftentimes we talk about the comparison trap and all of these things, but just notice that whatever you're admiring in somebody else, number one, it exists within you. You wouldn't notice it otherwise. 
And, and number two, it's proof to you that you can also do it. And that's why communities like this are really important because we are showing each other what is possible. And I really believe that like-minded women come together. That's why we're together today, right? We're talking today because we're coming together. We have all these same connections. And I feel so blessed to be part of this community that I just keep noticing that Allah just keeps bringing me more more (laughs) women like me and more women. So my notion of women and collaboration is that we are collaborative, we're supportive, we um, want each other to grow, we're powerful. Like the most powerful women I meet and I meet very, very powerful women are literally the most supportive. They Uh are the ones who care about all of us rising together. So these communities are important and I think we're moving, absolutely moving forward in the right direction. We can do even more, of course, but this is where we're at. And I'm so excited. I love seeing and meeting women who are just rocking it oh, out. Me too, because, me too. Right? Like, it's yeah. like, oh, I can do it too. I'm loving you know? doing these podcasts just to see that, you know, it's such, such honor. Seriously. It's amazing. The last thing I wanted to touch on, I know um, I'm notorious for going, you know, speaking. I mean, when I connect with someone, it's like, you know, full on connection. And um, we can, I often get very excited and talk for ages. But um, I really wanted to just touch on, and I know that you do this with your clients, is one, getting out of the comfort zone. But when it's something about moving our bodies, fitness, and doing crazy stuff like you do with your clients, I'm sorry, but that, that was crazy. I mean, so could you just speak a little bit about that and the importance <laughs> of it? Yes, and I think the crazy thing you're referring to is I recently took my client skydiving. Yeah, <laughs> no, oh excuse me, God. hang gliding. Skydiving was last Oh my year. gosh. Um, <laughs> so scary. <laughs> yeah, sometimes my coaching is physical, so it's through uh, experiences that I do with clients. Um, you know, movement is so important. Um, whether it's something you don't have to jump out of a plane um, or jump off of a cliff. Um, (laughs) Although metaphorically and figuratively, like it's powerful if you really want to make a big, bold change. Um, But this piece around movement, now I'm not a fitness instructor um, and I, but I have a trainer. I love, I love working out. I love biking. My, my exercises of choice is biking and swimming, Um, which I love. Now, even if you take it a step down from like jumping out of a plane, then fitness, if you just look at movement in and of itself, movement is very essential to the feminine. And most of my work too is around the feminine and really um, bringing forth our innate essence around that. And the feminine is about movement. It's about flow. So one of the very simple things that you can do is literally just move like hear music and move, not dance. Like it's not about thinking about it. It's not about doing a certain workout or a certain dance. But one of the things that has allowed my creativity to really come out, to allow like the noise in my brain to stop is to just allow my body to move, my Mm -hmm. arms to move, my legs, my head, you know? And, and, follow my movement. This is really esoteric what I'm about to share, but like actually follow the movement, then decide the movement. Does that make sense? Like your body is leading you Uh and you're trusting it. And you can do this in the privacy of your own bathroom or your own room. Nobody has to see it. 
But if you really go to this place of movement, our bodies are so intelligent and it's another way to really communicate what is deeply within ourselves that wants to come out. You will have big inspirations if you just allow your body to be in motion. Wow. It is, it is amazing because like when you are completely alone, put some music on or something, you kind of let go of that, um, well, the idea. And I mean, I think it's a good thing to let go of that idea. Oh, I've got to be in rhythm with the music or I've got to do the specific dance move or like you would if you were like in a ladies party or whatever. Um, but once you sort of like let go of that, I mean, I'll, I, if anyone who watched Friends when, you know, back in the day, like when Phoebe goes running apart, <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. It makes me laugh every time I think about it. But actually, anytime I'm going out for a walk with someone or like going for a jog with someone, um, I do it to make them laugh. Um, and it just it just like reminds me that it's OK to be crazy and also just let the body move. And I really, really love what you just said there, because um it is something completely different when you just let your body move. Um, and, can you show us now? Yeah, um, yeah I can do. I might be a bit <laughs> difficult with the headphones. But, um... Somebody might be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was so sorry, you didn't see that, but maybe you can put a clip somewhere. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Charles. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure um I feel like you know I'd love to continue the conversation keep you know connecting with you and you know you can just see the success that you're having when you even just by speaking to your clients and I think that is it's incredible what you're doing so thank you so much for joining us and with that being said I'd love for you to um, let people know where you where people can find you um and so they can get in contact yes and I have a special gift too for everybody who's oh amazing So I actually have my uh, 100 Dreams List template. It's the wow. same template I used when I started on my journey, um, which has led me to where I am now. So I created a template. I would love for you to grab that. You can get that at thelifeengineer.com slash dream. It's a gift from me to you because I, I really, I love living my dreamy life and I really love watching other women live theirs too. It, it really makes me happy. <laughs> This is my purpose in life. So that's at the slash dreams. And um, I am on Instagram at the life engineer. So those are probably the two best ways, easy ways to find me, be connected. And and I would love, love to be connected and watch your dreams unfold. Mashallah. Thank you so, 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 so much. And I look forward to speaking to you really soon. Thank you. So I hope you got as much value out of today's golden nugget as I did. Remember, we are here to inspire you to succeed every single day. So be sure to tune in daily, whether you're in bed, driving in the car or relaxing after your workout. Listen to these amazing women in our community who are absolutely smashing it. Be inspired, learn from them, make those connections, build momentum to succeed in everything that you do. And most of all, have fun whilst you're doing it, because that's what it's all about. And I'll see you all tomorrow.